My name is Van der Puchert, and this is Finding Frequency. And what you've heard over there at the beginning is a little candy whistle. Because you see, one thing I've inherited from my dad is a sweet tooth. So after I've eaten something, I always have to top it off with maybe something sweet to eat. And that sweetness is like a craving that doesn't go away. But the funny thing is, and I think this is where my dad and I differ, is that I don't crave sweet things in general. I'll eat it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to sit here and say I don't eat sweets and chocolates and all these kind of things. When they served up, I will partake. But uh, if I had to choose, I would rather go for like the salty bits and, uh, you know, what's it? Savory. I'm a savory person. But for some reason, after I've eaten something or after a meal, I always have to have like a little something sweet, which is something that I try and avoid with some success. But especially during like holiday times, Christmas and like what we're experiencing at the moment, um, I always find myself like digging away in the cupboard and my wife gets annoyed. And then I like I end up eating nonsense. And then we get into a fight because I tell her, don't put me through this or put me in the situation where I'm being uh, what is the word put under pressure to make wrong decisions I know there's a word I can't think of it now damn it but uh, don't lead me into temptation Marta that's what I'm looking for it's all her fault her fault I tell you her fault but uh, so uh, I really craved one of these little, like a little bit of candy and uh, I found uh, a whistle and I think I'm doing a public service because this is actually Francie's little sweeties and uh, when you give him one of these whistles, you don't you get to hear the noise at the beginning for like a few hours. So by me eating this, I'm just helping the neighbors, everybody. So this is not only just solving a problem for me, but also help helping the community. That's the way I see it. <laughs> Yeah, like the way I'm going on at the moment, creating a whole podcast episode about cravings, you wouldn't say that I'm actually a little bit tired. Uh, so my plan was last night after doing the episode that I would quickly catch up on some work that I've been uh, putting off and uh, just had to wrap up a few things and then ship that, meaning that I could start Monday quite early and kind of catch up with other work you know and like ease myself into now let me be clear my Monday was easy but uh, I probably started two to three hours later than I should have because the late night session of working last night kind of uh, didn't pay dividends it kind of uh, I had to pay back in uh, energy so started a bit slow got stuff done not as much as I wanted to but uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's Monday. There's always tomorrow, right? So I think I've got a f- fair amount of work done. So uh, one or two meetings still to go, and then I'll be waiting here at the door for Francis to come home to see whatever he's going to dish up. And I'll probably get be tired in half an hour's time with him. So uh, yeah, a normal Monday. A little bit colder than usual, and I can really feel the cold coming in. Marta is currently also working from home because Francie is still going over to the mother-in-law's house to hang out there with her. And then we just like squirrel away here. And Marta is, for the most part, sitting in one of the other rooms 
busy in meetings. We don't get to see each other, maybe for lunch. <laughs> Otherwise, we're just locked up in our little offices working. Um, the father-in-law, who has been ill over this period of time, is still in hospital. He's still under uh, observation there and uh, rehab. I think it's the thing that you're looking like exercise and all these things. There have been one or two complications like, yeah, the old guy picked up COVID. It seems like uh, it's a problem getting a whole bunch of Europeans together these days. And it is a problem. Everybody's getting together and, and thinking that COVID doesn't exist. And then uh, they get bitten ass. And that's unfortunately going to happen more and more. I might even be one of the victims soon. Because I really think that... Um, we're not really taking this pandemic too seriously. Maybe you don't have to take it that seriously. Who knows? It still scares me to see some of the reports coming through of people dying. Um, in fact, the Prime Minister of Swaziland, it's not called, called Swaziland anymore. Did you know Swaziland is like a little landlocked country close to South Africa, just on the border of South Africa and I think another country? Well, their Prime Minister died of COVID recently. I think yesterday. It's real, man. And I'm not saying it to scare you or us or anybody. It's just, it's still around. And uh, yeah, we want to be at Christmas markets. Believe me, I want to be sipping away in hot wine and eating Polish mountain cheese. That's what I want to be doing. So yeah, um, I have no clear idea what's hacking, happening, hacking, happening in the pandemic at the moment what i do know is that there was a huge um, demonstration yesterday um, again um, if you remember that i've been talking about this where they are really pushing towards changing abortion laws where the country is countries really divided you know yes i know someone won the election and they now in in uh, in power but still like if a country is so divided don't push through laws that you can't really have a majority on. And it's really risking civilian life because people are out in the streets uh, protesting and I support every step they take. Every step. If I have to take sides and be uh, objective, you know, don't take away people's right to decide or make their own decisions. I hate it. I don't need a government official to decide what I need to do or not to do. You know, if you can't even issue a driver's license on time, don't make decisions about people's lives. It's unnecessary. People are, for the most part, adult. And you know what the weird thing is? The more responsibility you give people, the more adult they start to act. You don't get that by taking away things. So uh, we'll see where that, that goes. It was funny, though. They were all marching to... Um, it's also the strange thing. I have to explain this. There's a guy, um, I can't remember his first name, so I'm going to be calling him at his surname. Kaczynski. It's like a oldish guy. Apparently his brother, his twin brother, was president of Poland once and died in an airplane crash. Very controversial. There's claims that the Russians shot down the plane, so that's all still up in the air. And from time to time, we celebrate the life of this ex-president and... Uh, uh, comes and goes, but Kaczynski is his twin brother, and he is like the head of the party that is now uh, leading Poland. It's called uh, the Law and Justice Party. 
but if you translate it to like if if you listen to a Polish person talking about them or it, they refer to it as pis. P-I-S. Now, I don't know where you come from, but we, <laughs> where I'm from in South Africa, yeah, that's a whole different word that. We usually follow it by off. You know, when you're annoyed with someone. And the funny thing is you do see some of these demonstrators walking around with... Uh, Law and justice, off. So there's a bit of unhappiness. But uh, also what worries me a little bit is there was a definite show of force yesterday. They had like, I think about 65 of these like police trucks parked all around because they were all marching to Kaczynski's house. I just dropped my whistle, sorry. Damn it, now there's like hair on my whistle. <laughs> But anyway, it was it's quite a sight to see because they have all these trucks, these police vans parked close by Mr. Kaczynski's house, and uh, he's uh, so that the demonstrators can't get to his house. And apparently, he's like an old guy who lives alone with his cat, which is kind of quaint. But uh, everybody I've spoken to, people that I've connected with here in Poland, he's not huge, huge or high on the Christmas list. Uh, when it comes to sending out Christmas cards. But yeah, so um, it's weird because he's not the prime minister, neither president. But it, uh, you get the feeling that he's kind of, people see him as the person who is pulling the strings behind the scenes. And I'm not entirely sure what I've seen of him, albeit in uh, translation, that he's going to be uh, paying too much mind of people stomping on his flowers outside. I think he's going to be uh, trying to push the mandate of what he wants to achieve and probably believes in certain things, which is unfortunate. I I, I, I was hoping that they're going to put this on ice for the time being. But the other thing I wanted to share as well, which is now becoming really interesting, which is kind of this contradiction of things, is that uh, yesterday uh, businesses, uh, especially entrepreneurs, have now started to support these demonstrations. But now it's also going hand-in-hand with... Um, uh, questions around entrepreneurship, how the government is supporting the small business. And um, I can only speak from a person who is a little bit ignorant because I do not understand the language, and that is my fault. Understand what I'm saying here clearly. It's my fault. I'm not claiming that anybody should be translating everything to me. Who am I? I'm in Poland. This is where people speak Polish. However, I can only relay what I feel and I have an entrepreneurial friend who's in the UK and I'm I wouldn't say that I'm a huge fan of the UK government either I think that guy needs to comb his damn hair but I do feel that for what it's worth my friend um, who's a taxpayer like me and his country received a lot more support from the government in a very very tough time than I did now do I need that support Maybe not, but it wasn't offered. But then I think about where I'm living and I'm thinking about what I assume to be people who might need that help. And if it's the way that I understand Poland's working, I think there's a lot of people who need support and help. So I do not blame entrepreneurs for being outside, in the streets. And also the problem is, is that when the European Union starts dishing out funds, they're going to ask questions. They're going to ask 
Do you support the collective principles and perspectives of the European Union, of which equal rights for everybody? Who you love is your business, right? Poland might not dis- might not agree on that, so that's one thing. Then the other thing is, females should be deciding on their own bodies. They shouldn't be able. They shouldn't need to scurry away in secret to Prague to get the attention that they require and want, and to make the decisions and being guided in the decisions that they have to make. That's number two. Number three is, we are committing to saving the planet. Therefore. We need to start innovating and looking at where energy is going to come from in the future. And that energy is not necessarily going to be dug out from a hole in the ground, which makes it very difficult. Now, from the three topics, I think number one and two is obvious. People should have the right to do whatever they want to do as long as it doesn't hurt other people. Let's shove that off the table. When it comes to coal mining and energy and that kind of stuff, I think we need to make intelligent decisions about that. So I can understand where Poland stands on that. And uh, we need to figure out how we can transition from uh, to new energy. But uh, I would love for Francie, who's a 100% Polish citizen, he's a Polish boy, I'd love for him to have a beautiful country to live in and also maybe a planet where that country can be on, you know. I don't want him to be lining up for Elon Musk's rocket ship to Mars, where there's bugger all as well. So, uh, yeah, I've, sorry, I've, I've been rambling now for 12, 12 minutes. I don't know if it's a sugar rush, maybe. Um, so I just took a little bit of a lick there. Uh, but yeah, so interesting things to think about. So things are definitely still on the move here in Poland. Never sit still. But also I must say, like, it is funny. Um, I don't want you to have a negative vibe about Poland. You must understand how I feel about Poland. I think there's so many interesting people here and uh, people doing things, you know, like for example, uh, the, the the messages and slogans on these boards, like, you know, peace off and all these things are, a lot of the things that Marta reads back to me is like really clever and intelligent. Also, unfortunately, the police have started becoming a bit heavy handed not good. I'm a little bit worried about that. But uh, apparently yesterday at the march, one guy rocked up dressed as a big tear gas canister. And when I read that, I went, yep, just another day in Poland. So, uh, and that's why I'm here, because people can do crazy things when they want to. And uh, some super creative people here. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to leave it there. Feeling positive, feeling good, feeling Christmassy, and feeling also a little bit tired. And if you got this far in one probably one of the longest rambles yet, I thank you. And I hope that your Monday is off to a brilliant start as well. And as always, thank you for listening. Mm.